ML Nation, episode 390. A lot of us out of network marketing, we tend to practice on everybody and we're never prepared for the real game. So practice on some of those other people so you are prepared for the real game. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. People call me the Oprah of MLM. And I get, I'm fired up today to bring our special guest, Cedric Harris. Now, I've followed Cedric for many, many years. So it's really honored for him, uh, for me to have him here. Hey, Cedric, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready to rock and roll. Excited to be here, my friend. Looking forward to the interview and really connecting with your MLM Nation crew out there. Cedric Harris, MLM Nation, is an 11-year MLM veteran who's a seven-figure earner and is known for being a leader in prospecting and recruiting. He's built organizations of over 30,000 people and has been featured on the same stage as other top leaders like Eric Worre, Grant Cardone, Ray Clark, Ray Higdon, and many, many others. So uh, that's a brief background, Cedric, but uh, share a little bit more. How did you get started with network marketing? I actually got started in the industry about 20 years ago. It was uh, my first introduction to network marketing through a company called Excel Communications that some people might remember back in the day when it was a uh, long distance on your phone with MCI, uh, Sprint, and Bell Atlantic. That was my very first introduction to the industry. Got hooked into the industry, you know, from that point. Uh, a year or so after I got involved inside of Excel Communications, the company actually uh, sold off. And a lot of us kind of disbanded, started doing different things. And obviously, the long distance arena dramatically since then you know started focusing on direct selling uh, in the mortgage industry got became pretty successful in the mortgage industry and then since 2006 have been full-time in the mlm world you know uh mortgage industry 06 after the lovely little crash that we had i've uh, been full-time inside of the industry been a top recruiter inside of this industry, really been helping a lot of their goals inside that marketing world but very very market uh, very, very fulfilling, you know, and exciting to be able to be an entrepreneur in this world that we live in right now and be able to help other people do the same exact thing. So you've been a top recruiter wherever you've been. What are some of the things that, uh, and let's talk about the average distributor. They are struggling. They have challenges. Uh, what are they not doing or doing, or what are they doing? What mistakes are they making? I would say probably some of the biggest mistakes that people fall into is that they get into their own way. You know, at the end of the day, some people are going to join, some people are not going to join the business. But some of us tend to hang our hats on people that don't join our business and allow them to determine our future. And I think the reality of it is that you've got to become a master at your craft. You've got to embrace the people that say no. you got to understand that there needs to be firefighters, there needs to be police officers, there needs to be teachers, there needs to be builders. Everybody designed to build a network marketing business. So you've got to really focus on the people who really, really want it, work hand-in-hand with those people, but become good at accepting action. It's just a part of the game that we're all in. You know, and I've heard from some of the best leaders, some of the best recruiters, some of the best builders, that they had to go through quite a few people to get the key people on their team that they really, truly wanted to run with. So it might take 50, it might take 100, it might take 
who knows? But at the end of the day, you're only looking for those key people that you can really truly run with and not drag anybody. You talk about getting over rejection. Um, and, you know, for someone who's been in business for a while, it may be easy. But someone new, what's, what tips can you give them in terms of getting over rejection? Accept that it's going to happen. And one of the best ways to do so is understand that a lot of your leaders inside of network marketing will tell you to start off with your friends and family. And this is definitely a great place to start your business at. However, don't hang your hat on your friends and family. So this is a great place to practice. This is a great place to embrace some of the rejection that you're gonna get. A great place to know that some of those, some of those friends some of those family members, some of those key people that you might join the business with you, they but if you practice on them, it will prepare you for the real world. It will prepare you that knowing that, okay, I've accepted rejection from people that I know, getting it from someone that I don't know isn't that big of a deal. Okay, so that's probably one of the key things. So if you think about some of the friends that you have on Facebook, some of them might not really be truly friends, people that you grew up with or people that you work with or people that you have a strong relationship with. However, if they reject you after you've gone through some with your real friends and family, it's easier to embrace that because there's not this solid, long-lasting 5, 10, 20-year relationship that you have with them. So use the friends and family as a practice platform use it as a practice platform so it truly prepares you for the for the real world and understand if you think about any football team, any basketball team, if i look at football right now since we're getting ready to go into football season a football team practices five days a week for the one game that they have on sunday they practice five days a week for the one game that they have on sunday and they get paid millions of dollars a lot of us without a network marketing we tend to practice on everybody and we're never prepared for the real game. So practice on some of those other people so you are prepared for the real game. That is so good. I love that. Using your friends to practice on it. I love your football analogy. You're right. You're practicing five days just for one game. Um, so you've been a top recruiter. How do you find new leads, new people to constantly to talk to? Because if you have your friends as practice, uh, do you ever run out of people? How do you, I, I know you don't run out of people, so how do you find people? Well, that's, great. that's a great question. You know, I like to teach what I like to call the spider web method. And I always use this analogy that if you go into your garage right now, you know, and if, there's, if you look in any of the corners of your garage, you might see a spider web. Okay, and if you notice that if that spider web weaves quite a while, okay, you look closely and you might see an ant, you might see a fly, you might see a mosquito, you might see a few of them. Now, why do I even bring that up? Because the spider has seen this web that once he is hungry, now he or she can go eat the mosquito, the ant, or the fly. So inside of network marketing, we've got to remember that there's numerous ways to get leads in the prospect. You've got face-to-face, -face, you've got text messaging, you've got Periscope, You've got YouTube, you've got Facebook, you've got voice broadcasting, you've got voice drops, 
you've got email marketing, you've got Pinterest, you've got all these different ways to really gain lead. You really start to focus on it is what are you comfortable with right now? You know, start somewhere where you're already comfortable with. So let's say for example, you're comfortable with video, then start working Periscope, start working Facebook, start working Facebook, start working YouTube. If you're comfortable with writing, you know, start creating articles, start creating blogs, whatever the case may be, start where you're comfortable at. So it's not something that really truly looks like work. When all the dust settles, we never run out. You know, people that think that, oh my goodness, I ran out of leads, I don't have anybody to talk to. They haven't really looked into this big abundance of the world that we're actually living in when it comes down to people that really want to change their life. You know, people that want money from the comfort of their home, people that might have stresses inside of their life that they want to fix. And they're all over the place. They are all over the place. So the reality is that get comfortable Get comfortable with knowing that there's so many ways of being able to prospect and gain leads and understand that we're living in 2017 right now. This isn't like it's, you know, 1962 where you, you call somebody and they were forced to answer the phone because they didn't have caller ID. So there's so many different ways to be able to prospect. You just have to embrace those ways and understand that one of the key network marketing is marketing. So you got to get your marketing. I know you uh, invest a lot in marketing, doing different things. Actually, I started following you back in maybe 2011 or 2010 when I first heard about you. Uh, what do you mean by when people have to work on marketing themselves? What do you mean by that? Well, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people, I, I've got a certain psychology about might challenge a few people's psyche here. You know, uh, there's two types of network marketing, network and marketing. Now, I can drop someone off in the middle of Idaho in a potato field that understand how to market and they can put a thousand people on their team in 60, 90 days because they understand how to market. So at the end of the day, if the main keyword inside of network marketing is marketing, then you've got to get your marketing message out. No one is going to chase you down looking for your marketing message if you aren't advertising your marketing message. So it wouldn't be any different if you opened up a Starbucks right now. You know, if you opened up a Starbucks right now, yes, yeah, some people might show up, but what kind of marketing do you have behind it? Do you have behind some, do you have behind it some Facebook? Do you have some Facebook pixels going on? Did you create some videos for that Starbucks? What, whatever the case may be. So when I talk about marketing, a lot of people have to really truly embrace it. It's not, you know, calling leads is one thing. You can make a lot of money generating leads and, and calling leads and buying leads. You can you can do really, really great that way. And I know a lot of people who and are extremely successful in doing so. On the same token, if you really add the marketing piece, so some people are calling you. So you're all over the place, whether it be interviews, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Periscope, whether it be YouTube, whatever, then all of a sudden when you do get that prospect on the phone, they automatically feel that they know you already because you're pr has been in so many places. That's what I really truly mean by marketing. What's your favorite marketing method? How did you start it? My favorite marketing method right now is Facebook Live. That's my favorite marketing method right now. I mean, Facebook is all over the place. Obviously, you can't knock what's going on when it comes down to Facebook. I mean, they changed their algorithm now that when you scroll through Facebook, videos automatically play. 
You know, if you remember, you know, a year or two ago, everybody was about typing their posts, typing their posts. And the average person doesn't like to read, Simon. I mean, we know that. The average person doesn't like to read. So if the average person doesn't like to read, and they three or four minutes could be worth a couple of million words, Facebook Live. You know, get out there and get comfortable with it so you can reach a lot more people. So let's uh, shift gears a little bit. Um, this is my favorite question. What, aside from the company closing down, what was your worst, worst moment in network marketing to the point that most people will quit, but you didn't, and that's why you're the leader you are today? Wow. Good question. My worst, worst moment. Hmm. My worst, worst moment was probably back, uh, seventeen. So this was back 2009, 2010. Um, I was in a particular company where, let me word this the right way. Um, I was in a particular company that the company really couldn't control the margin on the product and the uh, price of the product skyrocketed, which caused a significant, a significant fallout on my team, a significant fallout that uh, it, it was like the, the bottom was falling out. It didn't matter how many people were being put in the top, the hole at the bottom was bigger and I had to make a decision and I had to make a decision that wasn't uh, comfortable for a lot of people and it wasn't the most popular decision it was either try to ride that boat out which ironically ended up getting sold off or make a very unpopular decision and go in a different direction that was probably my 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 lowest point because I had to sit still and take a few days and absorb what was happening it was very very emotional I didn't want to make that decision but it was, a, a, like I said, it was an extremely emotional decision to the point that I, I cut my phone off for a couple of days. I shut down Facebook. I shut down my email. And I just kind of appeared and just went through a little bit of a hole for a little bit, to, to say the least. You know, and then after I got out of it, we went hard. And uh, it's it, an amazing thing that So what decision did you make at that time? I made a decision to, to go into a different direction and go into a different opportunity. So why did you stick with network marketing? I mean, that's the question. Some people say, oh, you know, this is not even residual income. The company screwed up and you end with nothing. What the did you stick with the profession? The only place that I know that you can make money if you're from Yale, if you're from jail, the only place that I know that doesn't care on your application, the only place that I know that when all the dust settles, network marketing is simply personal development with a attached to it so since it's personal development with a product attached to it, the better you become yourself the better man you become the better woman you become the better leader you become the more people that you will start to attract to you i don't know of many jobs that you can do that in and at the same time it's i'm a fisherman simon i love to fish so when i think about fishing you know i can go to the side of my house right now and and, and grab a, a big gigantic night crawl or whatever and just throw it out there and just not knowing if I'm going to catch catfish or brim or largemouth bass or whatever the case may be. I relate that to network marketing. You know, one of the beauties of this industry is the fact that you don't really know who's going to come in and change your life. You don't know if it's going to be this one person 
that's going to explode it. Five people, 10 people, or 20 people. So when you go through the numbers, when you go through the numbers and all of a sudden find that right person that really, really, really is ready and focused, like people that are really followers on MLM Nation, when you connect with the right people, they can literally change your life. And since money only comes from one place and that's people, let's work with people. Let's get to know people. Let's help as many people as we truly can because we're indirectly going to help ourselves. So that's the reason why I've stuck out inside of this industry. I love this industry. It's changed my life dramatically and numerous outside of just financial. And I just see it as a way for the average person to really truly win. What was a was it like a moment, aha moment where uh, afterwards your business really, really, really took off? When I started to understand the launch process, when I really started to embrace launching my business, you know, a lot of people fail to realize that the average person will join the business, a professional will launch it. So once I really got succumbing to the fact of, man, let's get an explosion, let's create a launch. And people love to be a part of energy. People don't ever want to join a funeral home. Hmm. You know, I've got business, come on and join, it's great. No, people want to be a part of something exciting. They have enough mundane things going on inside of their life. So really embracing the launch process, understanding how to really connect with leaders and people of influence, you know, starting the launch process off with, with influencer calls or influencer webinars. So if I could just give just a, a, a quick snapshot of it, you know, starting a launch process off typically starts off an influencer call or influencer webinar you're comfortable with. So if I use a conference call in this particular example, you know, I'm going to start that influencer conference call off with 15 to 20 key people that might be network marketers, affiliate marketers, uh, bankers, uh, restaurant owners, uh, business owners, presidents, just people with influence. They don't necessarily have to be network marketers. When you start to talk with influencers, let's say you start your business off with 20 influencers and you painted the 20,000 square foot view and really showed them exactly what you were getting ready to do and then let them know that, hey, I'm starting this off with you. I wanted to let you all know this first before I tell the whole world. And out of those 20 influencers, let's say that five of them decide to lock arms. 15 of them say we're good, but five of them say we, 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 we want to lock arms with you. Then the following day, you do that again with those five influencers, with their influencers. So if they can get 10 influencers each, with, if they are an influencer, they can get 10 influencers each easily. Now you're talking to 50 people. You're painting a picture of those 50 people now. You go through the same process. Out of that 50, let's say only 15 out of the 50 join. Now 15 from Tuesday, five from Monday. Now you are launching your business with 20 influencers. Now we tell those 20 influencers to go out and reach every single person that they know, every single person that's breathing, every single person that said that they wanted to change their life, that they wanted something different inside of their life, or whatever the case may be. 20 people go to work. If those 20 people only get 20 people apiece, you're now talking to 400 people. If you only, if you only get 40%, out of the 400 people, you have now launched your business with 160 people on a Wednesday. And you take that process and compound it over and over and over, you would see 
magical things. And once I started embracing this process, and I just gave everybody the Reader's Digest version of it, but once I started embracing this process, Simon, things changed dramatically inside of my life. That is awesome stuff. So, um, when you get an influencer, just say uh, you first you start with like uh, 15 of them, and five of them join, then you do an influencer call for each one of those five. No, you do an influencer call for those five people with their influence. influences. Right, right. So you're multiplying. You're really in their network. And now you're exposing if each, if each brings 15. You got like five times 15 be 75. That's exactly. You so you can start this launch process anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you do it for? Is it like a 90-day game plan? Or you like, there's no time limit? Or you just do it? Definitely a 90-day game plan. Definitely a 90-day game plan. Truly what I'm looking for. And what you all really want to look for that that's out there is that when all the dust settles, you're looking for after you really truly launch the business. You know, I did this a couple of years ago, and uh, we went from 116 influencers because the call was kind of crazy to almost 900 people the following day, and then there was over 400 people that joined. And then every day for 60 days, there was a conference call every day, so it allowed some it allowed the average person to be able to put their people into an environment that they weren't the ones that were the deal. They didn't have to do the explain. Okay, so I definitely tell people to do this on a 90-day period and then look for the people that are under those people that are key influencers that are willing and that are capable of going through a process. Everybody isn't worthy of a launch process because I can tell you right now, that if you start this process off and you wanted to do it with 15 to 20 influencers and you only got three on the call, it's not going to work the way you want it to work. So that person that you really are launching it with needs to be an influencer. Everyone has an influencer inside of the organization. It just all comes down to, are you good enough to get to their inner circle? And are they really, really hungry enough to explode their business? Because some influencers are comfortable. Some of them might already be making good money. So it's like, hey, you've got to paint the picture of something bigger than what they're doing. Um, hey, Cedric, some, you've been amazing. Some quick questions to pick your brain. Okay. Mm -hmm. First one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? One of my favorite success quotes that motivates me. It's, it's the old one that uh, a lot of people have heard over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. The old quote of help people get what they want and you will indirectly get what you want. Sounds so cliche, but it's so real. It's so real. The one that I really love is, and I've kind of taken it from Zig Ziglar, but I kind of redesigned it a little bit. The quicker you can find yourself, the quicker you can find yourself then it's a lot easier for you to help other people find themselves. Mm. The quicker you can find yourself, then it's a lot easier to help other a lot of other people find themselves. You know, it all comes down to the fact that, you know, if you think of two glasses, you know, you fill your cup. Your if your cup isn't full, you know, I've got I've got some some Welch's watermelon. I gotta take a swig of this here. Hold on. Ah, this is some good stuff. So if this isn't full, if this is full right now, nothing else can spill out of it. Nothing else can spill out of it. If you're not 
full. If you're not full yourself, how can you spill out in the other? So find yourself first. It's a lot easier when you find yourself to be able to help a lot of other people find themselves. Great stuff here. Hey, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Using the telephone. Oh my goodness, using the telephone. Now this sounds so simple, but age, we're in an age of marketing that so many people want to attract people and attracting them is great. Okay, you can make a lot of money attracting people. However, the telephone is in your pocket for a reason. Your telephone is your favorite friend. So I want everybody to think of their telephone as the four digits of their PIN number to their bank account. If you start to think about your telephone as the four digits to your bank account, as a PIN number, you will make more money. Because the more people that you are contacting, the more people that you're receiving the calls from, you know, you treat it like a contact sport. So I used the analogy back when I was young, Simon, you know, I used to, I tried out for the Pee Wee football team. And people that know me know my body doesn't look anything like a football player. I am not a football player. I'm still for a couple of muscles that haven't existed yet, and I'm 42 years old. But the the, the reality of it is that when I was all my friends were playing football. So I went out for the Pee Wee football team. And I never got in the game, Simon. Never got in the game at trials. Not one ball was thrown at me. Never got called off the bench. Maybe the coach figured out that I wasn't a football player. But I remember coming home. And I remember walking in the house on a Thursday evening, and I'll never forget it. And I walked up to my mom, and I said, hey, mom, I just tried out for the Pee Wee football team. And my mom glanced at me really quickly. She looked at me up and down really quickly and said, look like he didn't get in the game. And she kept on cooking. Now, as I was walking to the bathroom to get washed up, Simon, to get ready for dinner, I'm thinking to myself, how did my mom know I didn't get in the game? She wasn't there. Then I looked at the mirror, and I realized I didn't have one grass stain on my jersey. Not one. See, so many of us want to become successful, but we don't have any grass stains on our jersey. So we got dirty. And one of the great ways to get dirty is with the telephone. It's with the telephone. Connect with people. You will be surprised. I tell people all the time, if somebody fills out your form on your website, if they fill out the form on your website and they put in their phone number, if they put in their real phone number, guess what? They want to talk. If they don't put in their phone number or if they put in 222-222-2222, they don't want to talk. <laughs> but if they put in their real phone number, you'll be surprised the response that you would get just by contacting people because a lot of them have been contacted before and you will still get the response of, wow, I feel 15 websites, nobody's ever called me back. That has been one of the things that has separated me from so many people still to this day. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? The best piece of advice I've ever received in network marketing or just in life? <laughs> Anything in life. If, wow, the best piece of advice that 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 I've received, um, probably from my dad. My dad telling me that I can do it. You know, it's interesting how we can grow up times and we'll have mentors around us. Um, and I grew up a certain way that I, I grew up in a, a, a pretty interesting neighborhood and in a pretty interesting environment that changed my life dramatically um, when I was very, very young. And I'm going through some 
some interesting things to you know to say the least um my dad pulled me aside one day and said whatever you want to do you can actually do it you can actually do it and um that advice that advice changed my life you know i think that whether it comes from a mother or whether it comes from your father or whether it comes from a mentor inside of your life that that you can actually relate when you have people that believe in you things can change man because sometimes we have this self-defeating belief ourselves and we've got these things that are going on inside of our brain that defeat us all day every day and it's always good to have someone that can say that they believe in you because we can never see the picture when we're inside the picture frame you know if it was if it was left up to me back when i was 17 18 years old how i grew up i i believed how i was growing up that at 41 right now get ready to be 42 in the next couple of months i wouldn't be on video right now because i wouldn't be breathing if i believed what my environment created around me and that's what i was believing so we've got to get around better environments. We've got to get around better people. We've got to get scores in our life. And when people spew belief, spew belief to you, grab it and hold it. Grab it and hold it. And in your darkest moments, in your darkest moments sometimes, you've got to go to that belief and feed off of that belief. Great advice there. Um, wow. What, what was the best, uh, I guess this pales in comparison, what's the best advice you got in MLM? The advice I've, I've gotten to my, um, <laughs> this is a good one. I had, a, I had a mentor, still a mentor from afar today, someone that you, you, you actually do at his home. Um, that, for the first time of my life, for the first time of my life, um, he told me to stop recruiting. It was I was dumbfounded. I spared a hundred people in forty-eight hours, personal, and he called me up and said, "Stop." And I've never ever had an upline to stop recruiting. Now, granted, a hundred personals in forty-eight hours is a lot, but I thought I was doing great. And he said, "Stop," and I said why he said you're going to know their usernames you're going to know the passwords you're going to know their volume but you're not going to know what's important their husband their wife their dogs their cats their anniversaries their birthdays their kids this is a relationship business and at the rate that you're going right now 100 plus crystals in 48 hours and 30 days will have well over 500 personals. And there's no way that you're going to be able to keep up with all those personals. So there's going to be some key people that are going to fall through the cracks. So the biggest thing that he taught me that this is the true, true relationship business. So get to know your recruits. Get to know your team. Get to know their hot buttons. Get to know their wife and their, their husband and their friend you know um good friend of mine you know i learned i learned a lot from inside this industry a, a rock star by Joe bowens who is also someone that 
not really big on social media. However, if, if I were to give her a telephone and a list of people to call, she would out recruit 99% of the people that I know because relationship person, relationship 15 years, relationship 20 years ago, relationships from 10 years ago, because showing somebody that you care about something goes a lot further than treating them like volume or treating them like a number. And too many times we become, you know, whether it's become a six figure earner or a seven earner inside the industry, we start to treat people like volume instead of treating them like the person that they are and understanding that they have feelings. And once you do that, people start to run through brick walls because they know that you care. So that was one of the biggest pieces of advice that I got. Really quickly, uh, what's your favorite prospecting tool? Do you use an online video? Do you do a Zoom? What uh, news? What, what do you like to use? My favorite uh, prospecting tool right now is yeah. definitely video. Yeah. yeah, video. Do you have a and favorite uh, app like um, on your phone or a favorite online resource like Dropbox or Evernote that you could recommend? Um, a favorite app? I wouldn't necessarily say I have a favorite app. Um, what are my favorite apps? quote-unquote apps is probably one of the simplest ones that everybody has on their phone and that's just notepad um now why is notepad one of my favorite apps number one i don't have to download it number two nobody has an excuse for why they can't have it number three million dollar thoughts will come through your mind sometimes and you might forget them you might forget them you know i learned from a uh it was a podcast, a webinar. It was back done in 2009, 2010 when Mike Diller was just huge, right? And, and shout out to, to Mike Diller. You know, everybody asked the same question. And he said, Microsoft Notepad. And everybody was like, Microsoft Notepad? And he was like, yeah, because I write down all the things at night that I need to do the following day. I catalyze them. I focus on the things that I need to get done first. And then I do it. Because at nighttime, it forces me to think about those things. Sometimes I dream about those things. Too many times I'm caught up in technology and think we need this toy, this toy, that toy, and this technology is great. It's absolutely awesome. But keeping notes of little things. You know, Simon, I've, I've got to say this, you know, uh, one of my mentors, when I was in the mortgage, his name is Bill Edwards. Bill is right now today worth over $900 million. Now, I would put them every single day for two and a half years straight every single day when I was the president of his mortgage company. And I used to have to go to his house every morning at eight o'clock in the morning for a meeting where there was five of us, you know, and, and at the end of the day, everybody would disperse after the meeting and it would just be him and I for another 35 minutes going over certain things that need to be done for the day. And one day I went to Bill and I said, why is it that every room I go in has a notepad in it? I go in the bathroom and there's a notepad. You know, I look at the shower, there's a notepad. You know, I go in the game room, there's a notepad. I go in the kitchen, there's a and I go outside, there's a notepad. He said, Cedric, I don't know, are you psychic? Can you remember everything? And I said, no, I'm not psychic. He said, because you never know. You never know when you're going to have a million-dollar thought that comes into your mind. And when that million-dollar thought shows up in your mind, because they always show up, you better be prepared to write it down immediately. So many people forget that. And then they wonder why they've forgotten certain things. And then they look at Facebook or they look at YouTube and they see someone doing what they thought about. Doing exactly what they thought about because they took action. 
and the other person didn't because they didn't write it down. They didn't remember it. So I'm going to say notepad. Favorite prospecting tool, video, favorite app, if we want to call it an app, notepad. Notepad on your phone. I definitely agree. I think the older you get, you just forget. And uh, those, you know, those moments of inspiration where you, you got to write it all down, write it down. Hey, um, what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? One book I recommend, my favorite book that I think that will help from networking as well as personal development is The Greatest Secret in the World by Odd Mandino. The Greatest Secret in the World by Odd Mandino. It's probably the best $7 that you will ever, ever invest in. The Greatest Secret in the World by Odd Mandino. Go to Amazon and, and grab it. It's a book that I love. It's a book that I've recommended to a gazillion people. And it's not a network marketing book. It's more of a personal development book. But I feel like if network marketing is personal development with a product attached to it, once you become the best version of yourself, you'll start to attract a lot of better people in your life inside of your business that will really enhance that. And then become the best person of themselves. Here's the last question. The million dollar question. You ready? I'm ready. The million dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. But you're all, you, so you, you spoke English, you, went, you were like an alien that went to another universe. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you go to build an ML business from scratch? What the first do? place that I would go to build the ML business from scratch. If I had to start all over again. And you knew no one. And I knew no one? Facebook. I would, I would go to Facebook. Here's why I would go to Facebook. First of all, I would go to Facebook. And I would start connecting with people all over the world, becoming friends with those people, being interested versus being interesting. That's something that so many of us forget. We want to be interesting, being interested instead of being interesting. And then immediately start giving out value. Immediately start giving out value. So just like yourself, I mean, you... You do these interviews and you do so many other things at the same time. You give out value, 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 value. So many people want to take without giving. They just want to take. They wonder why they can't recruit certain people. They've never given, they never put in value in that person's life. So I would start off with Facebook becoming interested versus being interesting, connecting with numerous different people in numerous different niches. Facebook up. And then start immediately getting a value around my niche. So if I'm launching an MLM at that time because I disappeared and I went to Jupiter and I came back and I'm launching an MLM, I'm going to immediately start giving out value inside of the networking world to position myself as an authority so I can be the go-to person. That's what I would do. Hey, Cedric, thank you so much. You've been amazing. As we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way listeners can connect with you? Best ways people can connect with me is, is through Facebook. <laughs> so you can check me out on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash Or you can just connect with me on my personal profile. Just send me a message and let me know, hey, I'm a part of the MLM Nation, and I'll kick something off that's playing Mafia Wars or Farmville and I'm a friend. I do a lot of value there and give a lot of advice there on my on my main uh, Facebook profile. Um, the thing I would say is, is that you know, any last words I would tell people, really, truly, is 
on becoming that version of you. You know, I've had a lot of hiccups in my life. I've had some recent hiccups. I mean, I'm just like everybody else. I mean, some very, 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 very recent hiccups. <laughs> um, that that you think, right, that can change how you receive and change how you receive others. I think it's so important to become the best version of you and understand when you make a mistake to correct a mistake and really, really get to becoming the best version of yourself. Becoming the best version of yourself is something that people totally just brush over, totally forget about. It's almost like, hey, if you got a bad attitude, what can you do to get a positive attitude? You know, if you said something that maybe you shouldn't have said, maybe dissect it figure out how can you say things differently or how can you listen a lot better become the best version of you if you work on becoming the best version of you you will attract so many more people to recruit effortlessly without literally trying very hard at all your marketing will start to become effortlessly effortless as well because you're becoming the best version of you and you know which angles that you need to focus on so that will be my last little hint of advice become the best version of yourself ladies and gentlemen and and uh understand that if network marketing is personal development with the product attached to it focus on that personal development so you can become better so those are my last key words hey ml nation you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and today you may hang out with cedric harris so keep Momentum, go to mlnation.net and just search for Cedric, C-E-D-R-I-C-K, or Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, at the search bar, and Cedric's uh, ordered nuggets of info, his contact info, um, all the great stuff he shared on the show will be right there. Definitely connect with him. Hey, in order to be successful in life and in network marketing, you must help others. So, Cedric, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We are grateful to you. And we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. Thanks for having me, my friend. Appreciate it. Hey, ML Nation, it's Simon Chan. Great show from Cedric Harris. Definitely connect with him. Go to mlnation.net forward slash. Uh, just look for Cedric, C-E-D-R-I-C-K, and uh, you see it. Or you go to forward slash podcast. There's a list of all the shows out there that you can connect with these amazing leaders who will make themselves available for you to connect. Just mention you heard them on ML Nation and their Facebook profile. The links will be right there. Uh, all the nuggets of wisdom will be right there as well. And I took tons of pages of notes here. A um, couple of things here. Number one, talk about less mistakes in recruiting. Now, Cedric is a top, top recruiter. I don't know if you paid attention to the show. He talked about one point he recruited like 140-something people in 48 hours. Okay? Uh, 148 something. Why? He talks about the spider web. He says different ways to collect leads online, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Facebook Lives, social media, all these, like a spider web. And things fall in there. Right? And so it's not just one way to find prospects, but multiple to multiple ways. And if you're doing this for a long, long period of time, you get tons of leads. You build up your really your database very fast. So some of the mistakes of recruiting is um, you know, you have to, you hang your head on people who don't join. You get discouraged. You let rejection hit you, right? You have to learn to re- embrace the those that said no. Because you have to understand MLM is not for everyone. Hey, I repeat that. Network marketing is awesome. I'm loud and proud to be this profession, but it's not meant for everyone. Because otherwise, if everyone's going to be an entrepreneur and uh, be a network marketer, who's going to be a fireman? 
Who's going to be the policeman? Who's going to take out our trash, right? Who's going to, uh, who's going to cook at the restaurants? We need these people. So network marketing is not for everyone. So you got to embrace the no. And one of the ways to get you know, good with re- dealing with rejection is to accept, number one, accept it would happen. And number two, you know, start getting the practice. Use your friends to practice. Like, you know what? Because your friends, you contact them. A lot of them, they're going to reject you. They know you too well. They're not going to really join. Use them for rejection. To get, I, I love it. He said, a platform, a practice platform to get used to rejection. Cause, and it's true that most of your winners are someone that you don't know well. Okay, from all the top leaders I've been to, over 500 plus, including my own background, well, most of the top leaders are not someone that you know well. Okay, uh, none of the leaders in my business that helped me grow a seven-figure business was anyone that I knew well. Now, it was a one or two acquaintances, but not like a close friend. Now, my close friend did join to support me, but they never did anything. So they actually rejected the business. But I kind of like pushed them to joining, which wasn't, is not good either, right? So like Cedric says, use them as a practice platform for friends. It's kind of like the football. You practice for five days, and then one week's the big game. So you work on the co-market, the people who don't know you, or people who don't know you that well, right? Your acquaintances, and he talks about like the um, the spider web, uh, different ways again, the different ways to get people. Now you always have to be marketing yourself, providing value, getting yourself out there. That's part of creating the spider web, right? Um, and network marketing, I love it. He's like, he talks about it's a personal development, it's a product attached to it, it's a personal develop, it's a basic personal development program with a product attached to it. And whatever you're learning, so what you know in terms of marketing yourself or what to share, you're learning. You know, I, I was just talking to someone yesterday that he felt that he didn't uh, have anything to share on social media. Well, he wasn't doing any personal development. That was his problem. If you're doing personal development, MMH, you're listening to this. You have things to share. You have, you have so many things just to share from this episode from Cedric Harris, right? So go out there, share, be a person of value. Now, here's a big aha moment. You don't know who your next big fish, next superstar is. You really, really don't know. And that's why it's so important that like, you can't let the close friends and fr- friends and family that know to you hold you up. You really, really don't know. Now, moving on, one of the best nuggets of the show is the launch. Uh, create everything on the launch, like a launch business, right? Lo- you got to launch. So you get, uh, you do a, you invite 50 influencers. That's how you start off. And these are like business owners. These not, these people may not be interested in network marketing, but you're gonna use them. You can invite them. Uh, now you, they don't know. About because they don't see the big picture yet, but you can invite them. These are business owners, people of influence, community leaders. Get them there, 15, 20 people, and then you show them the 20,000 square foot, 20,000 feet view of the big picture. You got to paint the big picture for them. And when they see the big picture, a couple will join, maybe three or five will join. And then from them, you work with each one of those influencers and getting them to do the influencer call, the influencer meeting. And then all of a sudden, they can bring in five, and all of a sudden, you have 20 influencers, right? So from the original 15, 20, you get five. From each of the five, you get another four or five, you get 20. And then you just have to invite everyone. And, you, and because they're, you know, they have influencers in the community, they can probably get packed 20, 30 people there, and then you have a meeting of 400 people, right? That, folks, is how you, how you grow quick, doing these launches. Uh, but the influence, you have to be careful. You have to work with the influencers. If they only bring in two or three people, they're not an influencer. You have to be people with lots of influencers that can bring a lot of people. And now you know one of the secrets to how Cedric can grow very quickly, a seven-figure earner, and recruit a lot of people. Um, here's a couple, as we wrap up, a couple of quick things. The quicker you find yourself, you'll be able to help others. 
the quicker you find yourself. So it's like you're filling your cup. The quicker you, your cup is half filled, you have nothing to spill over, right? The quicker you find yourself, the quicker you'll be able to help others. Uh, one of his best tips is using the telephone. I love that the telephone is the his the pin number to so his bank account. Call people, right? And people, if you're getting leads and people put in the phone number, they're waiting to be called, and that's why they're giving you your phone numbers, right? And lastly, this is a relationship p- p- business. You gotta get around people, right? This is people relationship. Get to know their wives, the wives, the names of the husband, name of the pets. You know, be ha- having that personal touch. Don't just treat people like volume. Get to know their hearts and. Uh, Talk about people, you always want to surround yourself with people who are better than you. And if someone, and this is something I do, you with sharing, when people show belief in you, grab and feed on it. Okay, grab and feed on it. And because we get down, we human always get down. I've, I've gone down recently, I've got issues, you know, where I had, I was a little down a little bit. But I just go back to when people said great things about, I actually collect like a uh, uh, online scrapbook. I've never known of all these great things that people say. So every time I'm down, well, I go back and look at it. And it's not just in business, but in personal life as well. I go back to look, look at it, and that inspires me to do more. Right? Inspires and reminds me of who I am. And so last thing is, uh, two other things is notepad. Having notepad to write things down, really great tip. And become the best version of yourself. Right? Just accept who you are. Accept who you are and be, just work on becoming the best. Now, some of you, you may not... You come from like a past where you didn't do much. It's okay. It's a journey. Just work on becoming the best version of yourself, and you will get there. Hey, folks, I'm loud and proud to Simon Chan, Oprah of Emma. I'm loud and proud to be his amazing profession. Great, great training from Cedric Harris. Definitely connect with him. And if this show has helped you in any way, please subscribe, rate, give us a review on iTunes. That uh, means a lot and really helps us out. And uh, the best gift you can give is go take what you learn and apply it. Do that. Uh, because ML Nation, remember... We're in the profession to help others. So go out there, take what you learn, and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.